It's time for Betty Boop Got the Scoop. Information about national and local entertainment. And now, here's Betty. Welcome to Betty Boop Got the Scoop. I have a special guest this evening. He's a singer, vocal coach actor, writer. He writes screenplays. He writes music. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you Christopher Lay, and he goes by the name of Chris. Welcome to Betty Boo Got the Scoop, Chris. Well, thank you, Miss Betty. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate you. You are very, very welcome. Tell the listening audience about this single, just so that they know Betty Boo Got It First, right? Yes, ma'am. You are the first to have it. Um, the single is called Look At Me. Um, and this single um, was um, written by my cousin. We sat down and we just um, talking about music and we were talking about the ability to see God and everything that's around us, seeing him in the water and the trees and everything. And sometimes in our lives, we're so busy with um, the hustle and bustle of life that we forget to just admire the small things and how we are made in the image of God. And so this this speaks to look at me, look at me, the fact that I'm made in God's image and everything about me is what God has. And so no matter what I'm going through, I can always know that there's light at the end of the tunnel because because God's made a way. Let's take a listen to Look At Me right here on Betty Boo Got The Scoop. Look around, can you hear the sound, the sound of love? He's the maker of the land and sea He's a man of miracles Look at me I feel him in the water I see him in the trees He's all around Around me I feel him in the wind From sea to is a beautiful song and I wish you so much success on that. Is this your first single recording? I know you've done backup and then if you could tell the listeners uh, a little bit about your career. Oh yes ma'am well this is um, my official first single. Um, I've recorded um, several things. I've recorded background. I've recorded um, as part of cast for musicals. Um, I've been on several tours um, throughout the country and also internationally, countries like Switzerland, um, Germany, London, wow. uh, Paris, um, Austria. Who, who so did I'm, you sing background for? Uh, I was actually on um, that tour that I did was I was on tour with Tanya Blunt, okay. um, who is uh, originally from uh, known most noted for Sister Act Two, Spielberg and Lauren Hill. So. I was on that tour, and before that, I was on a tour called Meet Me at the Repass, and a play that I did um, with them, with their company, and so, um, in several other plays, I've been um, in musicals such as um, Once on This Island, uh, Porgy and Bess, um, oh, wow. you know, The Lion King, um, Five Guys Named Mo. Um, so I've, I've been really blessed to um, be a part of so many different things. Um, my family is a family full of singers. Uh, my grandmother, the late Thelma Lay, was an opera singer. And all of my aunts and uncles, my dad, Wing Lay, my mom, Joyce, um, just everyone is musicians. Um, oh, wow. And um, so I just kind of hail from a family.
positions. And so when I was a teen rapper, just at two or three, um, as soon as I could talk, essentially, I started singing. You start singing. So, uh, singing at my home church, Victory Prayer Chapel, um, singing there. Then um, that developed into singing, you know, through middle school and community choirs. Um, and then even um, spending a few years at the Baltimore School for the Arts. I'm learning opera, German, French, Italian. Oh, Latin. my goodness. Um, going to test you out. <laughs> you, you gotta sing a note for me. Uh, give me a little opera. Sure. Um, there's a song that I, I really love. It's called Amarili Mio Bella. Uh, and it goes something like this. Amarili Mio Bella Non credi o dal mio cuore Dal OMG, man, you are bad. Let me just say to you, you are a gospel singer. You are opera singer. What other kind of singing do you do? Do you do any R and B or pop? I do. I do. I'm, I've, 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 I did R and B actually. Um. A few years ago, maybe about three or four years ago, I was at a Chrisette Michelle concert, and um, somehow she heard me singing, and she called me up on the stage, and I, I ended up singing with her, and what? there's a YouTube clip on on, on uh, YouTube, if you type in Chrisette Michelle and Chris Lay, L-A-Y, um, that clip is there online as well, so okay. um, I love as as well. <laughs> okay, so she heard you singing, what, what, you were singing in the audience? Or? I was singing in the audience, I was on the front row, and... Um, she just did this awesome run, and I guess um, she heard me singing when they cut the music, and uh, she just called me onto the stage, and um, for about five minutes or so, um, we just kind of had this exchange of musical art. Um, that oh, was and so amazing. gee, Chris, that is so cool. Did you not get her number? Did you tell her you, you can do backup, or you can... <laughs> happened so fast and um it just uh you know how it is one minute it's hot then it kind of moves on and and so um but it's definitely whenever she comes to town i definitely make sure that i'm there um supporting her artistically so um okay. you know time and chance happens to us all and i just believe that this is the season um for me to just move forward um with my music and with my art and and just uh, share that with the world um a little birdie told me you even sung backup for Hezekiah Walker. Is that true? <laughs> that birdie will probably be being my mother. <laughs> you know, you know, she is so um, proud of you. I, I, I've, um, I've been really blessed um, to um, and sing with different gospel groups that sometimes you get a chance to um, do different things. And I was, uh, he was in uh, Mississippi at um, Ben Cone's uh extravaganza there and I got a chance to uh, sing there um, and share the stage with some amazing people and, and those things like that um, generally for a lot of singers that sing gospel or sing background you get a chance to share the stage with some people that you really admire and you love and so it's just always a blessing when those moments um, happen so so who is your favorite gospel artist oh my gosh um, I, I have so many um, but if I can range it I would say I grew up on um uh, on singers like John P. Key and Daryl Coley, the oh, late yeah. Daryl Coley, um, uh, Hezekiah Walker, I grew up on listening to Fred Hammond, Commission, yes. um, The Winans, uh, The Clarks. Uh, yes. You know, so these are people that um, I definitely um, 
share influence with Kim Burrell. Um, it's it's so many people that you can always um, pull um, you know something from them and learn something from them. Even with contemporary singers um, now that I'm still I get a chance to learn from and and can glean from them. This single that I played, the part of the single, "Look at Me." What are you doing with that? Is that going out? Uh, is it going to be recorded with? Um, are you just self-recording? I mean, you're you're doing it on your own, or do you have a record label you're tied with? So I do not have a record label as of right now. I am an independent artist, um, and right now, um, my desire is just to uh, promote myself to the masses. And um, we're living in an age where. Um, Social media is such a big part of a lot of um, artists' dreams. Yes. I'm so blessed that um, my cousin Joshua Lay um, and he has a company called Left Brain Productions, and um, Left Brain Productions was the uh, recording studio and producer of this. He even wrote it, um, and we kind of brainstormed about some ideas and, and, and the path that I wanted to go in. And so, I'm just so excited just to share this message with the world and just to share. Well, God has given me with the world, so I'm really excited, and, and I'm, I'm grateful for opportunities like this to help with that process. Stay tuned for part two of this interview with vocalist extraordinaire Chris Lay on next week's show. You don't want to miss it. The motivational quote for today, if you can dream it, you can believe it. If you believe it, you can achieve it. Thank you for listening. Dream big baby that's gonna do it for this report if it happened if it's happening now if it will happen you better believe betty boo got the scoop see ya later peace it's time for betty boo got the scoop providing you local and national news of interest and now here's betty what's up y'all This is Betty Boo. Have you ever wondered how animals are treated on film and television productions? And why there's this tagline at the end of the movie or TV show that indicates no animals were harmed during the filming of the production? If not, Betty Boo is going to give you the scoop. The American Humane Association has a certification program that provides guidelines for the safe use of animals in film media. Betty Boo had the opportunity to interview an animal representative on a film set currently in production. Her job is to protect the animals from cruelty and ensure that they are treated humanely. She works with the American Humane Association and one of their slogans is to treat the animals with respect and compassion that they deserve. Let's take a listen. My special guest is Susan Smith. Susan, can you tell me how long can an animal stay on set? Like with our organization, we have like a list of guidelines, an actual like set of guidelines for the um, safe use of animals in film production. So, so what is something species, can't happen? Some species, yeah. So some species do have time constraints, such as like the primates. Uh huh. Can only be for our guidelines only used for eight hours a day. Oh, uh, 
Oh. Like your monkeys or something like that, your chimps, your chimpanzees. Okay, so you even cover them. Wow, you cover everything that's on three or four legs. Yeah. Or maybe two. <laughs> that like your insects to your elephant. Insects too? Yeah. Like an ant, if I step on an ant, that was cruelty. If that ant is bought on for production. Get out of here. You, yeah, if it's bought on to production, it's like you can't harm the ant. Oh my God. What, what about like for a dog, for instance, what are some of the things you can't do that would be considered cruel? I mean, it always depends on this what they're doing. What they're trying to do. So like, it, let's say that they're trying to make them fight so another you, dog. So it has to be like a simulated fight. You can't have an actual like fight scene between two dogs. Okay, you cannot. You can't. So a lot of times, like even if you look at like a wolf in the wild, an older film, and it's like a scene where like the wolf and the dog are like fighting. Okay. But if you really look at it, you'll see like the tails are lagging, actually playing. Oh, like, the wolf and the okay. Dog are actually buddies. Gotcha, gotcha. And so. Wow. But you'll never see like an actual like fight scene where the dogs are like actually fighting. Because I know I've seen scenes where like horses and they had to shoot the horse. The horse is acting then if the horse fall down. Yeah, so there are horses that are trained to like fall down. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it wouldn't actually be shot. Okay. Awesome. So some of that might have like CGI incorporated into it. Have what? Like computer generated images. Oh, gotcha. And you went to school for? Epidemiology is my graduate degree, but I have my undergraduate in animal health science. Animal health science. Your job sends you all over the country? Mm -hmm. I'm personally based out of uh, Los Angeles. Are you really? Mm -hmm. And they so, sent you here for this set? Yeah. Or I'll, I mean, wherever I need it, I'll go if I'm here. And there's a couple of other organizations that do the same thing. Uh -huh. We've been around for a long time. Yeah. Um, so we're like the oldest one. I guess in ones. order to do that, you definitely got to have a degree behind your name. Some like animal experience of some sort, for sure. Because you might be working with any species of animal at any time. So. Do you ever get close to the animal yourself? Like a tiger, a bear, oh my. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Really? I've hugged a bear, not not the tiger. Oh my lion. god, you've hugged a bear? Yeah, I mean, tiger. obviously there's safety precautions in place, so that's why like no one gets close to like the lions or the tigers. So um, except for like the trainers, unless the actor has to for whatever reason. But so for every particular species of animal that you would know the protocol of how to treat them, per se. Not per my degree, but just... Just um, your job? Either my job or my experience and knowledge or something like that. Okay. So you didn't learn all of this from school, it's just... No. It's a combination of... It's a combination of school, of job training, being on the job, working with animals for so many years. Oh my God. But what if a film was made and they didn't call somebody like you? and they had animals, and you see the film, and they don't have that tagline at the end that these animals were not blah, blah, blah. You all don't go after them? No, that's, 
I mean, if they choose not to use us and they choose not to use us, it's fine. It doesn't mean that anything bad happened on set. They just didn't use us for whatever reason. But if you saw, like, the film itself where the animals, something happened to them, like, say, they died or they were shooting animals or stomping them or whatever the case may be, is that something that your organization would get involved in or don't care because they didn't call you? Um, it, it depends. If we were called after the fact, then we might in some way. Otherwise, um, for example, if you see like animal cruelty on set, mm -hmm. or maybe not on set with our animals, but if you were to see like animal cruelty safe um, situation like next door, then it's like animal control would be the person. For that, okay. You know. And they normally come and take the animal, it right? Depends. Yeah. Because we're not like we don't have like legal authority to go and like arrest someone. Okay. But or, you can alert the. Authorities, if, though, right? If we see it, then yes. Okay. But oftentimes, like, I'll have crew members say, like, oh, I saw this happen, and I'm like, well, then you, I can't report it because I didn't see it. Mm -hmm. But um, the crew member can go and call. And so is it just for you coming to film and TV sets, or do you do other venues? Uh, we're just in film production. So just in film production. TV episodics film. This is a cool job you have. You like it? I do. It's you love it. I think with any job it has its ups and downs. Yeah, yeah, true that. But well, yours sounds like it's travel. Because you really yeah. you know, you're it's not traveling someday, like today's an easy day. Uh-huh. Very easy for other sets. So what's a hard day? What's a hard day? Um, if the animals use in like a lot of the scenes of the day or all of the scenes we've got a lot of animals where uh, the animals are doing stunts so you have to and it's get stressful so you have to monitor yeah monitor advice um like if they want to achieve a specific action then we might get involved as far as discussing what it is they want to do and how they plan on doing it and if there's any concern like maybe figure out some safer ways to that is so cool. So your goal is to continue doing this for the rest of your career, or is there any other aspirations for you? I enjoy what I do. I would also like to venture more into my epidemiology side of work, and that would be working more with um, diseases that are communicable between humans and animals. You the bomb diggity girl. <laughs> Susan Smith, thank you. <laughs> If you have questions or concerns about animals on a film, you can contact the American Humane Association's Resource Center and Production Hotline and also go online to have a representative come to your production set. The motivational quote for today, animals will provide unconditional love to you if you let them. If you would like to reach me, Hit me up on my fan page on Facebook. Don't forget to like the page before you leave. If you'd like to hear other shows, Google search Betty Boo Got the Scoop podcast and listen to other shows. Dream big, baby. That's gonna do it for this report. If it happened, if it's happening now, if it will happen, you better believe 
Betty Boo got the scoop. See ya later. Peace.